Hello and welcome to the WWE versus AEW podcast live. It's Saturday night, Saturday afternoon, Saturday morning, depending from where you're listening to. Um, tonight on the show, we're going to be talking about the Royal Rumble lineup, our predictions. We're going to preview that show for you. And the road to WrestleMania begins here. So we are also going to be um, just running through really what we think might take place on the big show. Well, two big shows. Now, also, we're going to have news on John Cena, The Undertaker and Bill Goldberg potentially being in matches. As you can see tonight, finally, I have got a guest <laughs> where I don't have to go through this whole thing on my own. And I'm joined by Tebs from the Movie Chef podcast. Um, Tebs, how are you doing? I'm well, I'm well. Who doesn't want to be sat on a Saturday evening talking <laughs> about the Royal Rumble? The best pay-per-view, the one pay-per-view that I truly get excited for. This is this is my baby, this I love the Royal Rumble. So here we really? are again. Did you know one thing? We did, me and you, did the preview show last year. Yes. And we were saying we there was no chance of uh, Lesnar. Oh, no, I think what you were saying, Lesnar were going to go through it all and win it all in all. And I was win I think I was wanting Otis to win even back then. Oh, it's yeah. It's been a was... long year, hasn't it? Yeah, that seems like ages ago because Lesnar was like starting, starting, weren't he? It was starting at number one. It's that he went in as number one. And I, I remember last year when we did the review afterwards, I was kind of like, I fucking hated it. I hate. I, I was just like, nah, it's ridiculous. And ever since then, that's probably now in my top three rumble matches of all time. That meant yeah. from last year. It was I'm a great sure. rumble, weren't it? I mean, it was it was like split in half, weren't it? So the first half was all about Lesnar. It got over it got over Ricochet, whatever happened to Ricochet, by the way. Got over Ricochet a little bit. Um, obviously, Drew, look what that match specifically did for Drew when you look back. He was just, if you remember, going into that match last year, he was just, he was an upper mid-carder, weren't he? He wasn't like in the main event or anything. He just broke away from Ziggler. And he was just like in singles matches, upper card singles matches, where you wouldn't really be like, Oh, Drew McIntyre is now, whether people like him, dislike him, he is the second biggest ba top baby, the top baby face in the, in the yeah, company, because yeah. Roman's obviously not a baby face. But where are you on Drew McIntyre? How have you overall thought of Drew's, well, 12 months, really? It, you know what? I think the whole thing with Randy Orton taking the title off him and winning back, I think that it would have been good to leave the belt on him for 12 months for reasons that we're, we're going to talk about in a bit. But... I've I've liked Drew. I think he's done a cracking job. He's you know he's great in the ring, um, great on the mic. I don't think he's had the right rivalries. I don't think he had the crowd behind him. But carrying this show, carrying Raw in a crowdless era, I think he's done a bang up job. I've been impressed. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think he's done. I thought specifically where I did think he was great was um, in the actual empty performance center. I thought that's where he really, he really came on in that part. Um, he's, he, I think obviously ever since they've gone to the Thunderdome, it's been it, the main thing was the feud with Randy, weren't it? So it wasn't actually, do you know what I mean? He wasn't back in the performance center. He, he was against Dolph. He was against Seth, where he was the feature. It was all about getting him over every week. He'd be standing tall. Where it didn't necessarily go like that um, with Randy, but. Uh, yeah, Drew, Drew has definitely had a great year. Um, but yeah, so how are you anyway in general, Tebs? How, what, what has been your, obviously 12 months ago, we would not have predicted what has happened, no. but 
how's been since like this pandemic? How's you? I know you've been busy with work recently. How how's your watching schedule of wrestling been? Have you been watching a lot of the shows or? You know, I'll be totally honest. I kind of with Raw, I've been catching the highlights and sort of reading up on the results. You know, because you get bits of stories spoiled on social media. I just don't have time to watch three hours of Raw on a Tuesday night. I literally don't have the time. Um, SmackDown, I've been trying to watch every Saturday morning. Been re- I, I haven't actually watched today's yet, but I've been trying to watch that every week. But for me, I mean, AEW and NXT. Um, my Thursday night is just watching them two one after the other. That both of those shows have just been. Uh, gaining my attention really i've kind of avoided the main roster almost because i've just been wanting to focus on what's going on on them shows right right i see i've been the nxt the one thing that i've lost this year is probably watching nxt i just obviously like for the show i've been like watching out for weeks i think what it was every week because of this podcast yeah breaking the fourth wall or whatever i felt like i had on a thursday i'd finish work about two yeah, I'd be rushing through my day to get back to watch AEW, to watch NXT, to then plug in the microphone and talk about it for an hour. And I was like, I don't want to watch NXT. Please don't make me watch NXT. And then it just sort of, I don't know, it to be fair, it hasn't actually been as good as no, it no, has been in previous no. years as well, which I don't think has helped. I, um, speaking my, of NXT. Um... No, the time leading up to lockdown in the previous job I was in, Thursday from one o'clock onwards was work work from home time, and it would just right. be AEW, NXT, every Thursday would be my work from home time. Um, but yeah, you know what, thinking back, every time I've gone to put one of them on, I always go to AEW first. Always. Yeah. It used to be NXT. NXT was the one I looked forward to on a Thursday, I love that. And I think I said to you at the time when it went up against AEW, the worst thing that could have happened to it was gaining an extra hour. Because I think it was a really concise, great, high-impact wrestling show. And now they've drunk, dragged it out and they're going up against somebody. I just think it's lost its spark. But AEW has been fantastic. Yeah, definitely. It's weird hearing you say that. I think the last time we did a podcast where we wasn't speaking about a pay-per-view would have been it would have been you was really more into NXT. I mean, NXT yeah. was always your favourite yeah. brand, weren't it? Yeah. Always. I, th- I think Triple H has struggled, Annie, with like, it was all well and good in booking four consecutive weeks in one night. Do you know what I mean? Where it was structured for him, but having to go with like going week to week, he sort of fell into the same trap that Vince has where things have been changed on the fly. Obviously, he's been hampered, I think, with like call-ups. Since I feel like someone, we had a spell where it felt like somebody was getting called up every couple of weeks, but um, well, I think... And they were moving back down again. I mean, was it beginning of 2018 when they brought up Gargano and Champa and then they had sort of following year, it was Lacey Evans and um, EC3 and they brought all six of them up at one point and then suddenly they're having it. Yeah, I just think it's muddied it. And I said, if, as soon as you start make, trying to make it a main roster show, you're going to lose. And I think you've just hit the nail on the head there because you've got somebody who um, plans four weeks of shows. So you plan, one, say you're planning one episode, but you, you know, you're playing four episodes of all together. You know where the story is going to go. It all flows. It all works. You sign it off. You go and do them. And then you've got four weeks of consistent storytelling. If you've got that opportunity to jump in when something looks like it's not going right because of social media reaction or audience numbers dropping or whatever, then you change the story. And that's when you, your audience loses sense of what's going on. And I think that's what NXT suffered from. Yeah, he didn't have a chance. 
Yeah, AW has been really good on it. I think specifically since since winter is coming, AW's really like just strolled on ahead, aren't they? In terms of the, quality of show. I think they need to do something with Sting pretty quick. Because I think they're falling into that WWE trap of constantly sort of suggesting something's going to happen. It'll happen next week. It might happen next week. And the longer you drag it out, you've got to feed them a little bit. And just hitting somebody with a baseball bat ain't enough for me. I think Sting needs to do something pretty quick. But Have you I, seen I, They've announced what he's doing. Oh, right, yeah. I said you was busy with work. And basically, yeah, they've announced yeah. that at Revolution, it is Sting and Darby Allen versus Brian Cage and Ricky Starks in a street fight. Starks. Yeah. Oh, is it street fight? Right. Yeah, I've, street I've, fight. I've seen, I've seen that image. I've seen that as the tag team. Um, it must have been, obviously, it was a tag team match. I just didn't think click, but them in a street fight. So, yeah. I mean, God bless a 61-year-old with a bad neck in a street fight against <laughs> Brian Cage. I know, I know. I mean, I thought maybe they was going to do it. Do you know what I mean? Maybe they was going to do it in like a cinematic match, you know, so they could edit it, make it a little bit safer or whatever. But by the mm. sounds of it, it looks like they are actually going to go ahead with a street fight, but we don't know yet. But obviously, the thing is, they've got to the advantage. It's not like it's... Because, I don't know, I was going to say it's not in front of fans, but it is in front of fans, isn't yeah. it? AEW have been having like a thousand fans in. So, but they can always you know. print paper. It don't have to go out live. They can record it as a dark match, as it were. You know, so you tell the people who are there, don't tell anyone what's happened or whatever, and maybe they can record it before the match goes out or something. You know, so they can edit it. So you can put somebody over with clever editing, and who's to know? It's the TV. Yeah, show I'd so. be surprised if they if if they uh, did that, but they could. They could. So, well, I suppose we better get into it then. Royal Rumble yeah. season. Tebs' favourite season is around. There's a lot to go through. Um, so, let's run into it. Let's start. What do you want to start with? Should we start with the... Uh, we'll start with the men's rumble. The men's rumble, right? Um, so, they've announced... There's actually not that many participants been announced so far. But I'm just looking at the list in front of me. We've got Sami Zayn. Um, Big E, who is... What is he? Intercontinental champion. Jeff Hardy, Cesaro, who Cesaro, I don't know if you've been what well, you've been watching SmackDown. Cesaro yeah, yeah. Got, got a um win over Daniel Bryan clean last week. I won't spoil it, but he got a clean victory. Well, I just wasn't just that. He got a clean victory <laughs> last night. I'm not told you it was against. He won all right. <laughs> I suppose when Dolph Ziggler comes out, you know what's gonna happen anyway. Yeah. And then I, I already knew to be honest, and, and I think that's great. With somebody like Cesaro. If you're giving them that push, that bit of momentum, as Michael Cole loves to say. And I was going to say with Drew McIntyre, you remember it was just after Survivor Series. The crowd started cheering him a bit more, Drew McIntyre, and he started doing his 3-2-1 countdown and yeah. started his face turn. Um, I'm not saying this is the start of a Cesaro face turn, whatever, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him in the last four. I, I definitely, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see him back in there at the end of it. It would work wonders for him, wouldn't it? I mean, mm. it's one of them with Cesaro. It's been the, 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 like the urge for him to be pushed by the fans. It feels like it's been that long that people wanted him to be pushed for. But they try, they had a spell where they tried it, if you remember. I think he, he won the Andre the Giant uh, Battle Royal. And then I feel like he went on second to last at SummerSlam as a baby face against Kevin Owens. Um, it's fine where it's going. I was wondering what was going on then. Um <laughs> Um, live at Cheltenham versus Man City. There's a firework display. Um, but, but yeah, he was semi-main event for um, that SummerSlam. And then 
they sort of just moved on from it, didn't they? I mean, he had the tag team with Sheamus, which went on for two years. And then since then, he's just been like staggering along. He was in a tag team with Nakamura. Um, I'm sure he was in a tag team with someone else, but it would be nice. He's very talented. And I know you've not watched SmackDown yet. He had an in-ring promo with Daniel Bryan last night. He's improved on the mic. He has improved okay. on the mic. The uh, the the gum thing don't help him. I must admit, with a with a different accent and a thick you know gum thing. I don't know. Yeah. If about, but getting getting your words across can't be easy in that. So uh, yeah, look fair play. I'll be, I'll be catching up on that. Like I say, it sounds. It, I've loved this stuff. I, I enjoyed him with Nakamura and I enjoy him with Sheamus. I always thought he was great fun and he never takes himself too seriously. And he's obviously talented and he's a strong bastard. Who who did he take on NXT? Who was was it um oh god I've forgotten his name. Irish lad. Irish lad? Was it not uh, oh no, he took Finn Balor on. Cesaro had a match at NXT. Um and then oh, he, he took on Ilya Dragonoff at Dragunov. NXT Cardiff, didn't he? Yeah, NXT UK, yeah. And and even then, I just think why why can you see how good he is? But then again, maybe Vince thinks that the main roster and his universe isn't classic technical strongman wrestling. It's jumps and dives and power bombs and roll ups. So maybe maybe Cesaro don't fit. Maybe maybe he'd be the one to go back to NXT. If he I, was on I'd NXT. be a fan of that. Clearly, Triple H likes him because he yeah. took him to the show in Cardiff to face Ilya. Exactly. Um, so bringing bringing Cesaro, but that doesn't stop him. I seriously think he's got a chance. I really do. If they want to give him a push and they're like I say, they're giving him a bit of momentum. Seeing him at the end won't surprise me. Yeah, hopefully. If not, it seems a bit random to have him go over Brighton to go over Ziggler. But um other people in the match. There's a few threats here. There's like Jey Uso. He's got I think he's definitely got a chance to finish final four. Um we've got AJ Styles, who's always gonna be there, thereabouts. We've got Bobby Lashley, and if what I've watched on Raw for the last six months is anything to go by, this guy, what are they building him up for? He beats every baby face, clean as a whistle. I can't remember who was he feuding with over the summer, and he beat him every, every time. But he was yeah, I can't even can't think remember. who it was. Can anyone help us out? But he, he was Lashley was feuding with someone and then he's been, just been beating everyone. Clean, so it's like, are you building him up for something? Are you building him up for maybe a Brock Lesnar match or something? I know I've always said on the podcast I'd like to see that, but it feels like they've been, they're doing something with him. He's the most protected guy on the Raw roster at the moment. Um, I don't know whether they're protecting the hurt business or they're protecting him. Um, yeah, I suppose for me, the hurt business can be fantastic. It could be one of these awesome factions that dominate. You know, it could it could be uh, the undisputed era of Raw. You know, you could have somebody who is dominating for the titles. You got the tag champions there. You got the mouth. You got all the pieces fit to have a great set of wrestlers telling some great stories. And what they've been together six months, and they're already looking at feuding and breaking up. And it's just there's no patience anymore. No, no. definitely not. Um, other confirmed participants. I'm not sure why we've got the Miz in there. I mean, he's the Money in the Bank briefcase holder, which I'm not sure why he's the Money in the Bank briefcase holder. I know that's a touchy subject. After uh, the the briefcase was whipped away from Otis, who is also Otis was robbed. It was robbed. It was a travesty of justice. It's disgusting what has happened with that storyline. It cashes in on the tag titles, and they have a run with the tag champ. That's it. I've been cashing on the tag titles. I've been give the briefcase to Mandy Rose, and she cashes in and becomes women's champ. That's it. 
but instead you've had to give it to the Miz who's used it and then you got given it back and then the frigging court case utter garbage utter garbage yeah, it was stupid it was like why why i don't get it. if they ever needed an example of they don't plan ahead it's like the money in the bank we, we will be doing we probably did i bet if you go back we'll have done a money in the bank preview show we're like mm. oh who are they gonna have win it they could have him they could have him maybe they see him as a push and instead it was just like Huh, that'll be funny if always catches the briefcase. Yeah. We'll give it him. No forward <laughs> thinking or anything. No thinking of, well, do we actually no. want him to win the title? But uh, I don't know. No. They never wanted him in the title. Never. And it was it was banter. Hashtag yeah. banter of lols. You know what I mean? And I mean for this, right? Daniel Bryan, I think, has absolutely got a chance. If if they're gonna do Bryan versus Reigns at WrestleMania, which I'd like to see. But then again, I want to see Reigns dominate for a lot longer before Brian comes in as the babyface and upsets the, the champ. You know what I mean? That's the story I want to see, but maybe not till next year. Yeah, that, that's I, what, I was going to bring that up later, but we'll touch on it now. So, obviously, we was going to do WrestleMania prediction like, oh, for yeah. the main events later. But for me, so, the, the, Roman, who it, the question is, who does Roman face at WrestleMania? Because... Spoiler alert, Kevin Owens ain't taking the title at this pay-per-view for me, right? So you've got, for me, there's three people that you've potentially got that he could face. And that is Brian, right? And for me, ever since 2015, 2014, whatever year it was, it's been a dream match of mine. They did have the match at Fastlane, but that was just to try and stop the fans going mad for Brian to be inserted into the uh, Roman-Lesnar match, right? So... I've wanted this match for ages. They always seem like they're going to go that direction. They had where it was uh, Brian and Roman Reigns teaming up together to take on Rowan and Harper. That was the expected feud. It was like who attacked Brian or whatever, or who attacked Roman. And they never quite got there. So for this feud for me, like, I want it to happen. I know for no one would love Daniel Bryan to win the Royal Rumble and right the wrongs of all those years ago than me. But it's like, I want, him, I want there to be fans there for, for a match. A face Daniel Bryan against a heel Roman Reigns, it is an absolute crime to not have a full arena. I know you get you know, there's rumours that you're going to have like 20,000 there, but I won't be there. So I'll wait till next year because I want to be there live for that. And I imagine Daniel Bryan, after all these years, he finally wins the Royal Rumble. After all the ups and downs that all the fans had in 2014, 2015 period, to just have him win the Royal Rumble in the Thunderdome. It's just yeah, a bit. No one there, yeah. It's not really what I want to see, but I, I know come WrestleMania day, I'd be excited for the match to happen, but I'd just go with Nakamura. For me, Nakamura is, they, they had him like excel in that um, the gauntlet match the other week. Mm. It doesn't, this WrestleMania doesn't need to be like killer, killer, killer. It, Roman Reigns against a babyface Nakamura is fine for a WrestleMania if you're going to push Nakamura. Or my final potential one, which I know you're not going to like, <laughs> Goldberg. There's rumours. The rumour is WWE, I think it was WrestleVolts that put it, and WrestleVolts are on Twitter. I'd, as I've said, I'd love to know who's behind this Twitter, but they always post spoilers, and nine times out of ten they come true. And WrestleVolts have said that WWE, with this um, pay-per-view being two nights long, the plan is to have two huge matches on each night, and that would see John Cena... Goldberg and potentially the Undertaker, the retired phenom, compete in these matches. Or the Undertaker one is the less likely of the three. But John Cena and Goldberg are almost guarantees for the show. So, 
Would you go with Goldberg against Reigns, Tebs? No. <laughs> no? Spear versus Spear? What I would have, I'd keep Goldberg on Raw, and I'd have, if I, we'll talk about predictions and we're sort of merging into everything here, but I think Lesnar's coming back because I think they want to do Lesnar McIntyre again at Mania. So put Ooh. Goldberg in that. Goldberg, Lesnar, McIntyre at WrestleMania. Cool. Triple that, threat? Triple threat. You can protect oh, some certain ones. You can do the rivalry. You can have the blow-off match. You can put Goldberg in there, and the match can go on longer than 10 minutes. And um, I don't know. I've just got a feeling that's going to be I don't want to see Goldberg versus Reigns. I don't want to see that. I'd prefer to see Edge versus Reigns if you want to do Spear versus Spear. Um, you know, having a, a story of Edge coming back and... I don't know. I want to see that, but I think Goldberg. I think there's. We've already talked about Cesaro. We've talked about Nakamura, Brian. All these people who are on the roster at the minute were not getting chances, and the, then we're talking about bringing Goldberg back in a WrestleMania, which won't be attended that massively. It probably won't go down in history for much. So do the matches, but we're going to bring Goldberg in instead of giving Cesaro an opportunity, and that's that's yeah. a ridiculous thing. It's not against yeah. Goldberg. It's to do with the fact of why not push one? Why not bring fucking Dolph Ziegler? Give Dolph Ziegler a main event WrestleMania match. No, do you know what I mean? It's like, you do you've, got, you know, you've got mid cards there with talent and experience. Kofi was given a push last year. You've got Ricochet who never gets. Why not just throw him into a, a night one main event of WrestleMania match and show, get tell him, go and show us what you've got. Instead, we're going to have a nearly, you know, 50-plus-year-old man who can barely get around the ring without concussing himself, and he's going to take somebody else's spot. Leave it alone. You're a rich man. You've had your time, and thank you very much. Just go and retire and give somebody else a chance. People, is it that many people, wrestling fans, who would tune in just because it's Goldberg? Are they really missing out on that many Demo demographics because they're just Goldberg. It's ridiculous. Anyway, mm. that's me. I know. They just want that name, don't they? They see a lot. They must see a lot. I mean, here's something. Speaking of Goldberg, yeah. Do you remember his match last year at WrestleMania? You had to think. That's all I wanted. You had to think. Exactly. I was looking at the WrestleMania card from last year. Look. And we, we reviewed the show. We did, yeah, we did a yeah. two-hour review of the show, and I was sat there thinking, I don't even remember Reigns? that much. No, he lost no, clean to Braun Strowman. <laughs> I don't remember that match. Does anyone no, listening remember, remember that match? Because I I don't. Nah. nah. It's crazy, I've, isn't I've, it? I've got it in my head. I'm thinking, who had the match with the big show? That was Drew McIntyre the next night. Yeah, the night after. I mean, I didn't even watch that show the night after. But... No, no, I, I think I think I just done two nights of uh, WrestleMania. We'd done two, staying up two nights in a row. It's going to be an even bigger job this year. But um, yeah, it was a crazy thing that that match did happen. So obviously Goldberg was on the show last year. They must see some value. But the only thing is that I was thinking in their heads, if they're having twenty five thousand people there, they're going to need matches to sell tickets because you're not just selling twenty five thousand tickets. Total of fifty thousand tickets. You're selling 50,000 tickets. Are people going to want to go to these wrestling shows during this pandemic? Yeah. 
And is there going to be a big travelling aspect of it? It's going to be people from in around that. There will be some people travelling in, but it's going to be people from inside that Florida area who, if they've really been that desperate to watch wrestling for the last six months, could have been at Dynamite. Do you know what I mean? It's not the word. But if you think twenty five thousand tickets is not a lot, right? You get, it's a football match, you know, in, in an average attended football match. WWE will be selling twenty five thousand tickets, and you know they'll sell. In this in this age, I'm not with... sure, Tebs. Tebs, right? So, but... I've been to WrestleManias that haven't been sold out. So but... that's during a normal time. There's two nights, and it, for me, it's just like two I don't nights, know. So yeah. you, you say that? Look at Dynamite. Dynamite, yeah, they were selling out what fifteen, sixteen thousand for some of their big shows. Yeah, mm. they've had shows at Daly's Place that haven't sold a thousand. Do you know what I mean? In the Florida area. But is that not because they can't have more than a thousand in? No, I mean, I mean they've had like a thousand, yeah. And they've yeah, had, yeah. no, but I mean, there's been tickets allocated of a thousand, yeah. And they've had mm. like 350 in, 400, yeah. 500. I so I was have, shocked. Maybe that's why they don't show the crowd that much, but yeah. I'm just remembering back, yeah, Strowman won the Universal title that night, didn't he? <laughs> he used to be one of your favourite wrestlers as well. He used to be, he used to be, but he, uh, he won the title that night because Goldberg won it off Bray Wyatt at Saudi. Yeah. yeah. So that is another yeah. thing I wanted to ask you about. Speaking of the Men's Royal Rumble, I, that was a great transition, that, by the way, Ted, <laughs> inadvertently. So the last entrant that we've not read out is one, Keith, Randy, Keith, Orton. Yeah, right. So Randy Orton is in this Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. The Fiend is clearly returning at the Royal Rumble, right? He's clearly returning. So he, is he going to be in the match? So what I'm thinking, I'm not saying it's just a possibility, which at the Royal, on the Royal Rumble preview show, it's not sense you use, it's just potential outcomes. It's the ex most exciting time of the yeah. year where you yeah. get carried away with all the matches that could potentially happen and you get Goldberg versus Lesnar, right? But what I'm saying is, could they have the Fiend win the Royal Rumble? Could they take the title off Drew at the Royal Rumble and have Goldberg versus the Fiend at WrestleMania, have the Fiend win the title, and also have Alexa Bliss win the title, and we end one of the nights of WrestleMania with the Fiend and Alexa Bliss standing all. Can I just say something? That is a fucking brilliant idea. <laughs> really? I thought you was going to hate it. I, I love gonna... that. I love that. Yeah. I, I I love The Fiend. I think Alexa Bliss is fantastic. I love these, the symmetry, you know, the symmetry of some stories sometimes where, you know, she wins it, he wins it, they win it together. They're, you know, it's new storytelling. Um, Goldberg winning it off Drew. Yeah. It's a means to an end, isn't it? Because I just don't know, but yeah, I think that's great. And and everyone always thinks about the 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 winner of the rumble sort of standing high and going on, to, pointing at the sign and all that. And you can imagine if Fiend wins, it just stands there and disappears. No pointing at the sign, no taking, no joining in all the hullabaloo or whatever that he just gets out of there and he picks Goldberg to yeah. That's it'd be the one year where you'd have the Fiend win. A fancy ending, you know, with, with like special effects and stuff because you're in the Thunderdome. Yeah. So, do you know what I'm saying? Whereas it's not going to be like, say, if like you're in an arena of people, you can't do that, but you could, like you say, you could just have him disappear yeah. or like, I don't know, something with fire. 
But, so, The Fiend is coming back, so obviously, I'm guessing eliminate Randy Orton. So I'm not sure where they're going with this, but does it edge? Edge is... I was just going to say edge. Do you know what I mean? I don't, what's the saying? He's the stranger in the room. What is he? Is the uh, something elephant in the room? Elephant, elephant in the room. room. That's it. Elephant in oh. the room because he's going to return surely. You think about this scenario and how many times you've seen it in Royal Rumbles. Fiend comes in. Uh, Red, uh, Randy and Edge are already in the ring together. Fiend enters. They both team up to eliminate him. And then Edge turns on at Randy Orton and eliminates Randy. You know, so Edge gets his revenge or whatever and sets a match up with Randy Orton for WrestleMania, which they want to do. They're going to do it again. Um, and then you can have The Fiend. In, but yeah, there's there's plenty of ways to get it so The Fiend isn't winning, but I can also see him dominating it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, uh, oh, God, you've got me all of a fluster now thinking about it. There's that, that many things that could happen. Yeah. It's is. like, there's, there's also with all, for me, Edge Orton, I was positive that, Edge Orton, if it's happening at WrestleMania, would be for the title. And I've heard, oh, they don't need it to be for the title. But it, if I say to you, Edge versus Orton, it's not a match that you're like, ooh, I can't wait to see that. No. But the title adds a bit more to it. So, like, Edge winning the title, do you know what I mean, back at WrestleMania, would give you, in front of a stadium, yeah, and that would give you a feel-good moment. So why would you not have it for the title? That, that, you know, that's just what... Yeah. I mean, for me, I want to see Brian because I don't know how many more. Because there's always talk about him retiring and retiring again and doing it for good and hanging up and stuff. So do you want to see the match against Reigns as soon as possible? Um, Edge, bringing Edge back into it and having a match against Reigns. Uh, move him over to SmackDown, just keep him away from Andy, Randy Orton for now. I'd love to see that. Um, I also thought about um, having Seth Rollins come back. He's face. definitely, I completely forgot, he's definitely face. coming back. Yeah, face Seth Rollins comes back, wins the Rumble and sets up a programme going through Jimmy and Jey Uso and Roman and the bad, you know, the old family ties between them both. So you imagine Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Yeah, I've yeah, got, that, that, that isn't a bad shout. And you don't have to worry about the crowd booing him until you actually yeah. get to WrestleMania. So, do you yeah. know what I mean? So say if he came back as a babyface, you might get... Oh, you get some people going to start with, but if you're getting back as a babyface and win, winning a rumble, because he hasn't won rumble yet, has he? Yeah, he won it. To, Seth won it. Seth won it the year that we went to Mania together. Fuck, of course he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. But I think it, you forget that because the big story that night was is Mrs. Becky Lynch. Yeah, I can't believe that Becky Lynch winning didn't main event that Royal Rumble, that Royal Rumble. Thinking about it, but Seth Rollins winning it did. It was a bit I of an anti-climax, that one. Wasn't the Women's Rumble second? Because she, she came into it like late on, didn't she? She was, uh, did Lana get attacked on way in? and? Yeah, like, it was like the middle of the show, I think, because she yeah, lost right. to Oscar in the opening match yeah. for the title and then went on. That was a good Rumble, actually. The last few have been good Rumbles, to be yeah. fair. But yeah. So we've, we've gone through the field, yeah, give some of our thoughts. Let's go. Who's not in the field? Who might have a chance? I mean, they don't have a chance, but Ricochet, I don't know if you saw on Raw, looked like they was going to give him his chance by having him. He had to beat AJ Styles because not everybody can just declare themselves for the Royal Rumble, as Adam oh, Pearce no. told us. No, not Even though everybody can. else has. Some people um, can, but some people can't. And 
Just him and Drew Gulak can't, apparently. Yeah, that's it. That's it, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Ricochet, hopefully he makes it into the Royal Rumble, but realistically, he's not going to win. Now, I know I'm going to hand this over to you because I know one of your favourite things about the Royal Rumble is those surprises. So who we've not read out, who we've not spoken about, who would you like to see or think we might see appear in this Royal Rumble? Um, always good to see Adam Cole. I think having Adam Cole come in. Um, and it, like the NXT, having Tommaso Ciampa come, come in, maybe even Timothy Thatcher, someone like that, just showing a bit more. Um, I think Keith Lee had a great showing last time, and I know it won't be a surprise, um, but having him come in, I think... See, I'm, I'm all for like the surprise. I mean, you're trying to think who they could do as like a comedy one, but they've, they've kind of cut out the comedy ones recently, aren't they? It's more sort of... I mean, if we're talking about... Um, like veterans or what have you. I mean, I'm trying to think of anybody who's sort of could bring Kurt back. I think having Kurt Angle. Yeah. Back, apparently, they let him go last summer, but you know, offering fifty grand, Kurt will do what you want. Yeah, they could. They could do. Um, I mean, it, the thing is with the NXT. I mean, I've been reading that the reason that NXT wasn't featured at the Survivor Series was that Vince doesn't want like two hundred bodies. Do you know what I mean? To so say like. Say if Raw, SmackDown, and NXT wrestlers are all mixed together on the same show, yeah, they're obviously risking catching. Because if one person catches COVID, it could spread throughout right, all okay. three brands. Whereas he's got NXT. Say if like there's an outbreak on Raw and SmackDown, you can always call in the NXT wrestlers like they did when they got stuck in Saudi or whatever. Do you yeah, know what I mean? So that was why. That set up one of the best Survivor Series I've ever seen. Yeah, I know. Miles better than this year's one. Awesome. That that one where. The saving grace of everybody getting stuck in Saudi was it produced a hell of a pay-per-view afterwards. Oh, it was great. It just showed the the calibre that they can call on. I mean, I want. I know it's difficult sort of bringing in. I mean, is that Charlotte Flair's been off for a bit, hasn't she? I think having... Um, what, are you going to put her in the men's Royal Rumble? She'd probably what? win the thing. It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. No, I was, I was just looking down the list of women, but you mentioned about mixing brands and Charlotte Flair went to NXT, didn't she, for a time and... She hasn't gone yeah. back to NXT, so I don't know. Yeah, okay, well, in that respect, I mean, for me, the number one sort of name that always sticks out to me is Walter. I'd just love to see Walter, and Imperium have started making a bit more noise back on NXT. So to have Walter come in and just dominate for about 10 minutes. And yeah, I'd be surprised. Yeah, he, he doesn't want to move to Florida, does he, for NXT? Yeah, well, he's in the UK, isn't he? So, well, he's in Germany. Actually, I think he'll be in the UK because he's been on NXT UK. Um in recent weeks. So, obviously, they will have wanted him in in NXT, won't they? On the main show, and they've not been able to get him. I mean, I think it'll just be a pick of whoever was on that Raw Legends show the other week that I didn't really watch. But whoever was on that show, it'll probably be... Maybe we'll get Hulk. Who knows? We could get anyone. I think... I know it's like talking about the other row. I think we'll get Ric Flair appear in the Women's Royal Rumble, me. And he'll like... Because, obviously, they've got this whole thing with Charlotte and Lacey going on. I yeah, think Rick Flair will be an entrant in the right I, I would. Well, we were talking, I think, you know, we're talking about for matches that haven't been announced yet. And it yeah. really won't surprise me if something like Charlotte versus Lacey with Rick as special guest referee or something. I mean, can he even oh, get about yeah. the ring anymore like that? I don't know. But just one last one that I was thinking of, you know, along the lines of Edge, um, get Christian back because he's actually done a few matches recently, hasn't he? He, he did a match on Raw against Randy Orton last year. Yeah, having, yeah, that's a good one. Having Christian as a as an entrance and maybe coming back and doing a bit, 
Big Show is always good for coming in and yeah like, cleaning house. So I d- I don't know. I just want to say I'm I've more I've been more impressed because the amount of plates they've got spinning at the minute. And I mentioned that I said that I probably used that phrase last year as well. I'd much prefer to see a, a rumble of you know different you know 10 minutes of this 15 minutes of this you're learning different stories it's setting up different matches use it to start afresh for mania season because it always excites me to think oh these matches could mean something um just to have i mean i don't mean any disrespect to nxt india but just to use a couple of spots to bring in nxt india stars and push that i think it'd be a bit of a, a waste unless you've got someone like um well what's his name jinder mahal's probably jinder name, mahal. So they're, they're wanting to shine a light on that, but I, I don't know. I just want to see. I just want to see some good storytelling, and that's what a good rumble for me does. I watched 1992 again the other day, and it's fantastic. I love that 1992 Royal Rumble. Yeah, that's just... known as like one of the best ones in it. Oh. To be fair, I did see a really nice Royal Rumble 1992 poster that I was going to get to go underneath that Hulk Hogan one. Yeah, and um, I was looking at getting that. Right, we've got a question, Tebs. Right, um, I'm going to put this on the screen now. Two questions actually in one. Ian Mannion, what are the odds on Switchblade in the Royal Rumble? And do you think we will see Brock Lesnar at number 30? We'll start with a Jay White question. Tebs, are we going to see Jay? I can't say it. Are we going to see Jay White in the Royal Rumble? <laughs> no, we're not going to see Jay White in the Royal Good. Rumble. Because of how well I know you. So, <laughs> you know that you know New Japan better than anybody I know. So, I, I from what I understand, that in a... That ain't happening. And if it did, it'd, have to, it'd be going through NXT first. So, no, that's not happening, in my opinion. Oh, you don't say he's too good to go through NXT first. He is. If, if they put him in NXT, I'm going to plug my microphone in and complain about it for about an hour. That's what I'm going to do. But if they put Jay White in NXT, it's a crime. For them? They've got to teach him where the camera is. That's why oh, they've got to NXT. Do you see his promo? His promo after Wrestle Kingdom. It was incredible. Oh. This guy, Jay, well, I can't believe I'm saying this because a few years ago I wasn't his biggest fan. But ever since we saw him live so in the main on, event. Hang on. hang on. A few years ago I wasn't his biggest fan. No. Walking into Madison Square Garden. Fucking Jay White, fucking shit. I mean, what the <laughs> fuck? Why do I want that cunt fucking seeing him? Fucking hell, I prefer to see Okada coming out. No, I want to see Okada. It was Okada yeah. Jay White. Yeah, I don't I'll fucking I don't want to see it, fucking this fucking that. And then coming out of there, you're just like, fucking Jay White's all right. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it was a great it match. It was a great match. It was a great match. We saw it live and I thought, you know what? I'm gonna give this Jay White a chance. And since then, his heel work has just been phenomenal. He's gone from strength to strength since coming back. Um around what it was around like the summer or something. He came no, he came back for the G1. He's just been strength to strength, and that match against I tell you what, if there's a poster, that's going on my wall. Ibushi against Jay White and his heel promo after was just amazing. Hopefully he stays in New Japan, but he needs... Sorry, Uh, the Ibushi match, that was night two, wasn't it? uh, Yeah, night two, yeah. yeah. If anyone out there doesn't watch New Japan, go and watch that match. It's 45 minutes long, but it's worth every second of it. Um, I've got a pal, Cormac, that I do do my podcast with, Movie Chef Podcast. And Cormac, uh, he said he wants to come on this show. And he says, lads, why am I being on to him, invited to talk about wrestling? All he knows about is uh, Doink the Clown and uh, uh, Virgil and Big Boss Man from that sort of era. But he, whenever he's watching anything to do with um, wrestling, when I tell him it's sort of like 45 minutes an hour long, 
it just switches off. They don't want to know. As if, as if. I want to know. Yeah. If, I, if, I, if I said to him, this is, I, I put Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunn on, and, he, and he, he hadn't watched sort of modern wrestling like that, and he kind of just looked at me like, what the fuck is this? It, it's, it's just, for somebody who watched wrestling as a kid and hasn't watched it since, it's to ask them to sit down and watch a 45 minute long wrestling match, it just, nah, not interested. But anyway, sorry. Right. See, my go to match for that, showing like someone who doesn't really watch wrestling, would be the opener of SummerSlam 2002, Rey Mysterio versus Kurt Angle. I think they went about 10 minutes, and that yeah. was just maybe even less than that, and that was just a great match. Um, but yeah, so we're basically we're saying, Manion, we're not going to see Switchblade in the Royal Rumble. I hope not anyway. Um, but I'm still can't get out of my head. You said he was going to have to go through NXT. That better not happen. You know it's right. going to happen. You yeah. know it's going to happen. Who's going to be number 30, Ted? Is it going to be Lesnar? I think it is. Yeah. I really do. Lesnar on his own. I, I don't even think he's going to hang around long enough to do a promo. I think his, his WrestleMania season is going to come in at number 30. There's one person left, throws him over. Brock wins. Heyman's over with Reigns. Leave them be. And he just comes out. Says I'm coming for you, Drew McIntyre, and then you don't see me again till WrestleMania. Really yeah, could really be. Um, it's, it's, it's the WrestleMania match. It's Lesnar coming back to get his revenge, and I don't know. I can see. I can't see anything other than Lesnar or Rollins at number thirty. Well, I'm going to say what I think. I think we're not going to see Lesnar in the Royal Rumble. I think we're not going to see him at WrestleMania. I think we're going to see it next year's WrestleMania. Brock versus Roman. Again, main event in WrestleMania for the third time with Paul Heyman in the thick of it. But, um, yeah, so who, so you think saying Lesnar's number 30, I'm going to go with, I don't know. Say, this is my shout, all right? So 30 seconds before number 30 buzzer's about to hit, the lights go out and the fiend appears in the ring. Randy Orton shocked. He's shocked. He's face to face with a fiend. And all we hear is, eh, do you think you know me? As Edge comes to the ring and Orton is faced with the fiend and Edge. Oh, that'd be a great moment if there was fans that'd there. But... That'd be an amazing moment. I'm I'm going with Lesnar Rollins. I think Edge has got a shout as well at number 30. Get him in, right. give him the job, get out again. But I think, yeah, I, I like I like that. I think Lesnar, number 30. Right, sorted. Right, so I don't know if there's anything. Oh, we've got one more thing to touch on. I'll read out a Danny Morton's comment. With talking the British press of Fernando Torres appearing oh, appearing at the Royal Rumble since he showed off his new hench physique, who would you like to see past or present from your clubs in the Royal Rumble? Tebs, I can see that. Leeds United crest behind you. Name me two Leeds players you would like to see in the Royal Rumble. You know what? I want to see. Uh, I want to see Gordon Strachan. <laughs> I want to see Gordon Strachan come in do like a Ric Flair 1992. I think Gordon Strachan could go all the way and win it. I think he'd be a, a solid sort of underdog, sort of you know, come like Daniel Bryan at the end of the uh, the Saudi Royal Rumble, where his chest is just cut to hell, and he's yeah, I think Strachan. Strachan to do that. Other one I think would be one of those big men moment. Robert Molinar, a defender from about mid went yeah, to Bradford. Huge forehead. And I think he'd just come in as the big man, headbutting everyone. And he'd be one of them where everyone like they've got to get six or seven guys all to get underneath him and hoist him over the ring themselves. So I think yeah, Robert Molinar, one of the big men. 
and uh, outstruckened. What about you? I'm going to go with uh, my club aren't quite as big as yours, but so you're probably not going to know either of these two players. So from Preston, it'd be probably Ben Pearson, who is a bit of an animal at the moment. But going right. further back would be Sean Gregan. Absolute mountain of a man, beast yeah. of a man, loved a Greg's and would eat <laughs> in the room. But I'm thinking outside the North End. Who would I love to see in the Royal Rumble? I'd love to see The Fiend stood in the middle of the ring as Roy Keane's music hits. Roy Keane walks to the middle of the ring, looks at The Fiend and just goes, what the fuck are you looking at? I fucking... Roy, Keane would... Roy Keane would eliminate everyone. But like I said, Gordon Strachan, I'd love to see Gordon Strachan face off with Sheamus. That really would be the battle of uh, the orange hair. Um, what I would like to see as well. Early doors in a early doors in an attitude era Royal Rumble. Music goes, eh. out comes Craig Bellamy with a trash can, <laughs> with a trash can and a golf club. I was about Bellamy. to say a golf club. And Craig Bellamy comes to the ring and makes it a hardcore Royal Rumble, throwing his trash cans and his golf clubs around everywhere. So yeah. He'd have to uh, enter in a helicopter. I was listening to a podcast. And uh, I think Bellamy had just signed for Cardiff. I think it was John Parkin talking about it. Someone was talking about it. So he's just signed for Cardiff. They're all there training the championship footballers, you know. And uh, there's a helicopter up in the sky. It's Bellamy landing in for training 10 minutes late on his helicopter. That would be brilliant. Right, more from Danny anyway. Danny's would be, mine would be Duncan Ferguson from Everton. He's, he once served time for headbutting someone. So he, he, yeah. he gave a Glasgow kiss of his own. Um, second question, can you give us a prediction for the last four in each rumble? We'll just talk about the men's rumble for now. Who's your last four in this men's rumble, Tebs? Edge, Rollins, Brian. Probably Ziegler. Ziegler's always in there at last four. Oh, he is, isn't he? He is, yeah, he is. Always, I read something about 28, 29 and... Disappointed. I'm going to go with Edge, Orton, Brian, and Bobby Lashley. See, Uso could be in there as well. Eh? No, yeah. I think we're on the same. I think we're not. Oh, I've just said Lesnar, though. I said Lesnar thought it could come in at number 30. So. Anything. Same final four. They'd all eliminate themselves before the number 30. <laughs> so they all yeah. eliminate each other. Number thirty comes out, and it's fucking Brock Lesnar, and he just stands on his own. Yeah, yeah, that would be. So that's it. So men's Royal Rumble. We've gone through the last four. The number thirty. The only thing we left to have touching it. Gun to your head, Tebs. Who's winning it? I want one name. That's it. Who's winning the twenty twenty one men's Royal Rumble? Rollins. Seth Rollins. Seth yeah. Rollins yeah. is your winner. Of the men's Royal Rumble. Oh, right. For me, for me, oh, who am I going to go with? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to go with The Fiend. You're the Fiend. The Fiend. If ah, Yeah, I'm going to go with The Fiend. Purely because I think he could face... Yeah, he could face Drew. He could fit. That's another thing. We was I was saying that he could face um, Ed, uh, Orton at Mania. No, Goldberg at Mania. Sorry. Yeah. He also for for me, I've just noticed something, right? And 
on Raw a few months ago, it was like they were setting up a triple threat match between... I remember thinking at the time, that's strange. They were setting up a triple threat match between Drew, Orton, and The Fiend, right? It was the week after the draft. They had the three of them out there staring each other down, yeah? And it got nixed. And I thought to myself at the time, are they going to save The Fiend against Drew for WrestleMania? It just seems that since that moment, The Fiend has never been in the same place Drew has. And usually when that happens, it means they're saving it for something. Yeah, that's true. So, that's, we that so, 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 Fiend, I mean, we're pretty much saying it's, it, Rollins is on SmackDown now, isn't it? So let's, yeah. just assume, let's assume it's The Fiend. So that means we've got an elimination, a SmackDown elimination chamber. Right, yeah. that, That's usually how they do it, isn't it? It's, whoever whichever champion or whichever belt's on the line for the winner of the rumble the elimination chamber decides the the other one doesn't it um so then even if you had a smackdown of an elimination chamber of like jay uso rollins brian probably morrison you know what i mean they, that's a good yeah match they've got a lot of options they just don't use them as much as they should yeah well we could think all this last year the main event of elimination chamber which was the last WWE pay-per-view in front of crowd, was Shayna Baszler running through the entire women's division. Um, so that gives us a nice transition into the other Royal Rumble match, the Women's Royal Rumble match. Now, confirm competitors into this. They're going to struggle to fit. I tell you what, what I said about NXT, they're going to actually struggle. They're going to have to have NXT wrestlers in the Women's Royal Rumble because they're going to struggle to fill out the actual... 30 competitors. At the moment, they've got Mandy Rose. We can rule Mandy Rose out, can't we? Dana Brooke. Tamina why? Snooker. <laughs> what, why, I mean, why rule out Mandy Rose or why is Dana Brooke in it? Both. both. Uh, no, let's start with Mandy Rose. Why are we ruling Mandy Rose out? I just don't see her. I don't see her going to WrestleMania and facing Oscar and I don't see her going to WrestleMania to face Sasha Banks. Okay. Where do you think she's got a chance? I won't put it past them, but no. As a, as a yeah, you're right. As a main event, main event WrestleMania match uh, against either of those two, nah, nah, you're right. Yeah, we've got Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Alexa Bliss, Shayna Baszler, Bianca Belair, Bailey, Charlotte, Nia, and Peyton. Um, we'll start by talking about. When you think of women's Royal Rumbles and who's going to like come out, who, who is what you, Roman Reigns used to be to the uh, female division? Charlotte Flair going to win this Royal Rumble, Ted's, again this year? I hope not. She's going to be there thereabouts? I hope not. I hope not. I don't think she might be in it. I think they might have a match with Lacey Evans. I think I she's been I... confirmed for it. I think I might be wrong, though. For the Rumble? I think so, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, she has. Well, no, I don't think she's winning it. I... I think there's more chance of Becky Lynch coming coming back and winning it than Flair, to be honest. I really do. I think, to be honest, women's division, you're absolutely right. I mean, what, outside of, you've got the chance of Bailey, Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, their women's division at the minute is, I've always said they should just merge it together and have them, have them across both brands. The women's division is on Raw and SmackDown. I have one belt, I have a mid-card belt. We were already talking that like we haven't got enough people to fill a Royal Rumble with more than a four people who could win it. So I don't know. It's just a bit disappointing. The, the wrestling's great. The wrestling yeah. is great. Mid card belt for what? No Women's division. Shelton have took the lead against Man City. 
Sorry to cut off the women's Royal Rumble, but Cheltenham, Sorry. Cheltenham Town are beating Man City. What? So as I tried to get a point about the women's uh, division, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, I can't believe that. The magic of the FA Cup. Eh? The magic. Yeah, of the I know. Oh, terrible he's defending. Gonna, he's gonna. What is he? A butcher? Is he a school teacher? What? Hey, what? League Two's of a high standard. They're professional footballers. Preston yeah. used to be in League Two. Uh, Anytime they have a match, it's like always oh, a librarian. This kid is like oh, fuck off. Well, um, I was watching the preview to it, Tebs, and, and um, Alan Shearer was like, look. It, tonight's a chance for non-league um, footballers to get their um, to get themselves on TV, and I'm thinking, Alan, Cheltenham aren't non-league; they're in League Two, mate. But I thought, uh... so let's go from Alan Shearer and Cheltenham Town back to the women's Royal Rumble. <laughs> uh, what did you say? A mid-card title for the women you wanted? You know, I I want the women's division to be merged and have them across both brands, Raw and SmackDown. And you have one women's title, a women's tag title, and a um, a mid card, and you have the you know you have a mix in between the roster and things like that. Uh, I just don't think there's enough to sustain two separate. Like I said, what what are the matches? What are the women's? Are they even having the women's belts on? Uh, well, it doesn't look like I, I can't see Oscar um, defending it. Um, I think Sasha's, Sasha's defending against Carmella, I think. Right. Someone put on our Twitter before that that match had been confirmed last night. And I think Sasha last night faced Reggie. Um, and it, the yeah. stipulation was if Reggie competed against Sasha, that she would indeed put the title on the line against Carmella. So you can take that as the match, yeah? Right. I'd pretty much have... I mean, so you're going to have the matches on there. So Sasha and uh, Carmella in there. Uh, again, it won't surprise me if Oscar, Oscar and Charlotte Flair eliminate each other. That breaks them up, you know what I mean? Have, have, them, have them as a match. That was why I was asking you if I thought if you thought Charlotte would win because for me, I don't I think need, it's going to be Oscar defending the title against either Charlotte or Alexa Bliss for me, and the Raw and the SmackDown Women's title for me is going to be Sasha defending against either Bailey or Bianca. I can't see unless someone returns, which I don't think they will. That, that that for me, I think it's just Bailey and ba I think they should do Sasha versus Bailey at Mania. They ended that feud that they had a bit. I know, like they had the Hell in the Cell match, but there's a bit more on the table there. Have them feud going into Mania, um, which let's talk about it. So, out of the so, what, what do you think of Bailey's chances of winning the Royal? You're ruling out Charlotte Flair. I'm I think Bailey. Yeah, I just I can't see it. I think there's there's all the stuff going on with Charlotte Flair at the minute. Um, for I just, but then again, it's overkill. But I don't think. She, yeah. Anyway, no, I don't think so. I think Bailey and Belair have been getting a lot of screen time. I mean, what did they do last night? An obstacle course. Yeah, Bianca um, Fireman's carried Otis. Jesus, she's a strong girl though. Yeah. So, I, know. I mean, I, yeah, I'd love to see her of those. I'd, I'd love. To, I think. Alexa Bliss has got a great chance of winning it. I really do. I mm -hmm. think, as a, you know, her against Oscar, because they've had sort of, they had that bit on Raw, didn't they, where uh, Bliss, uh, where Oscar was getting scared of Bliss, wasn't she? She was kind of apprehensive about being there. The whole situation was kind of creeping her out a bit. So yeah. I think Alexa Bliss winning the Rumble and being able to go after Oscar would give her a big upper hand. Um, and I think that's a nice little story. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, we're here with five minutes ahead of you, Danny. Cheltenham one man city nil. Uh, yeah, we've got it live. It's up there. 
Can we get it live before Sky? Don't say that Sky will come in and switch you up. Well, like, um, let's talk a Saturday. Let's go over to Tebs. What was the goal like, Tebs? Um, I no, so... I didn't see it, Danny. <laughs> I didn't see it. Is there been a goal? Calm down, Cammy. Um, yeah, I think. Um... Yeah, for the women's rumble, look, I don't, I don't want Flair to win it. I can't see her winning it. I think she's got enough going on with her dad and Lacey Evans and the tag titles. I don't think she needs to win it. I'd be very disappointed if she did because not because oh it's giving it to Charlotte Flair because if it was anybody, if there was anybody who was a tag team title champion in a storyline away from the titles involving your dad, etc. And then you go and win a title shot. I just think there's too much going on. So I don't want to see that. Bianca Belair would be fantastic. Belair against Sasha Banks. That'd be a great match. Um, Bailey's got a great shout and she lines up against Banks and Alexa Bliss. So there you sort of, I think, four, three or four that I can see happening. Baszler, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I'm. Outside. What I think, I'm gonna be, I was looking at this. So. The win the winners of the women's Royal Rumble that we've had up until now, Tebs, have been they've been Oscar, mm -hmm. they have been Becky Lynch, and they have been Charlotte. At some point, all of the so-called four horsemen are gonna win the women's Royal Rumble, right? Yeah. You've got Sasha Cart with it, because she's defending the title. Becky is well, being a mum at home, right? For the moment, I can't see her returning. Charlotte's already won it. So I think I've just got the feeling that this year, if it's the way they're going to go, I think it's going to be Bailey to win the Royal Rumble, Women's Royal Rumble. Or there's one other suggestion that I'm going to give, and it does involve Charlotte. And I don't know if we, what we're saying. Are you thinking what I'm thinking or not? I'm thinking summer, but go on. What are you thinking? Are you thinking <laughs> that maybe WWE have a 12-month round story where she came so close last year, but she couldn't get the job done? She lost to Charlotte Flair. She then, in the rematch, lost in the triple threat match. She then went on to do very little in NXT, and that's going to come full circle she, there's been constant videos on TV of how heartbroken she was. She was going to compete at um, Raymond James Stadium and beat Charlotte for the title in front of fans. Are they going to have Rhea Ripley face Charlotte Flair and win the title? Somehow, let's get the belt off Oscar before, the Royal, before WrestleMania. There's two pay-per-views, so this could happen. Have Charlotte take the title... Off Oscar, I know it's oh, Twitter will be a meltdown because last time Charlotte took the belt off Oscar on the road to WrestleMania, Twitter was a great place to be. But take the belt off Oscar. Yeah, clearly they've not got much for Oscar at the moment unless they go with Oscar Charlotte. Have Charlotte win it and let's have Rhea Ripley take the belt off Charlotte at Raymond James Stadium. Or are they probably, they'll probably just have Ruby Riot versus Liv for the title now in WWE. Who needs long term storytelling? Tebs, who are we going with? What are we going with for the matches? The, the, what no, you I like, yeah, you're right. Bailey, because of there we go. Bailey for the pedigree, um, the the four horsewomen, the story that is always set, set up with Sasha, uh, Alexa Bliss, because I think it'd be great. I think it'd be something new and fun. Uh, but you're absolutely right. Rhea Ripley. Now, forget about getting the title off Oscar or whatever. Rhea Ripley wins the Rumble, comes out on Raw the next night, and says. I don't want to go for the title. I want Charlotte Flair. 
Doesn't need like to be for a title. All she says is, Charlotte Flair chose NXT last time. You know, I put that challenge to her, so I'm going to do it again. And, you know, yeah, it, it's not taking anything away from the Rumble. You're giving this woman who's won it the, ma- the match at WrestleMania. Don't, if she doesn't want it to be for a title, and then straight away she can challenge Charlotte. That's great. So, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. And then that, have that as moving her up. Have that as moving her on up. You've, yeah, you've got, got a match against over. Martinez. There's a match against Martinez on NXT that they have to have. But apart from that, I can see uh, I can see Ripley going on up soon. And I think that would be a great way to do it. I think it would be quite, um, what's the word? Restrained almost. Just to have somebody win and go, you told me I can pick my opponent while I'm picking Charlotte Flair. Yeah, and I suppose. Still have Charlotte Flair in a big match at Mania. And she doesn't yeah, that's Winner. three big matches, isn't it? That's three. Yeah. They can have women's title, Raw title. And then the sh- the Royal Rumble winner. Really? So that's three big matches, which you do need over two nights. So may- maybe they will. Um, who- and you'll also have uh, Nia Jax versus Shayna Baszler as well on one of them nights, probably. Yeah, suppose. I still think I'm still waiting for Jeff Hardy and Elias to have their final blow off. <laughs> oh, don't I tell you what? I do like Elias's theme music. I like that is on my Spotify. Like every now and again, I'm window cleaning, and that'll come on. I'm just like, yes, shame you can't wrestle any good. Um, so yeah, so what 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 are we saying for the um the final four, the final four of the women's Royal Rumble? Bliss, Belair, Bailey, Ripley. Yeah, I think I think that is. I think the only people I'd say that maybe have a chance of breaking into that is maybe a Nia Jax. And maybe throw a ball into a Liv Morgan, but I can't see it. Maybe a Nia Jax, but maybe the thing Peyton is, Royce, having Peyton Royce go quite far because they're trying to push her a bit more sort of individually out there. Yeah, um, maybe Peyton Royce getting into the final four, getting a bit. But to be honest, we talk about the final four, but when does somebody ever get a match in February, March, and they're saying, "Well, she was in the final four of the Rumble." I don't hear that ever. It's not. Yeah. It used to be a big it. thing. Yeah, yeah, but I think now it's kind of like, again, they just, it's because you've got commentators that are reading scripts instead of. Yeah, it's true. I mean, back in the day, let's say Royal Rumble 2003, you had Orton, who was like, it was 2004, maybe, you had Orton, and he was like, Randy has made it to the final four. This is huge for a guy who's Mm. not really done much beforehand. Whereas now it's what they sort of seem to do is, to say, like, we can look through the list, yeah, and say who. It's never the people who you think are the foremost, like, foremost likeliest to win in the final four. They usually will have, say, who you thought was the third likeliest to win. They'll get yeah. eliminated earlier and they'll try and, like, do you know what I mean? Have a shock um, elimination or something like that. Do you know what I mean? So- See, a lot of work were asking me saying, uh, who do I think's final four and who do I think's going to win? And I says, well, told him and we had a chat. And he said, um, oh, I'll tell you, I think going to win closer to time. I said, I don't want to know. He says, why do you mean? He says, because the, the betting sites and Twitter, as the mm. as it gets nearer the time, those sort of long shots, the final four long shots start narrowing. And I just, it takes a bit of this. this well, don't time. speak to me about that, Tebs, oh, right? Did you have a spoil still... last year? Hey? Did you have a spoil last year? Did, didn't somebody send you something? I'm not sure, but I remember one year. Someone sent me, looks like Goldberg's beating Brock Lesnar. Do you remember Goldberg beat Lesnar at Survivor Series that year? Yeah. 
there was that one, but there was another one, right? I've still got the print screen on my phone. I'm going to upload it to Twitter later, right? And it's odds checker. And it was Daniel Bryan on the night of the Royal Rumble in 2014 was odds on to win it. So I'm thinking he's facing Bray Wyatt in the opener. He's going to win. He's going to win it. So I was even more excited. And then that prick, I'm sorry, I love him to bits. But when Rey Mysterio came out at number 30, I was like, no, what? It was five to six on. But, well, I just saw something today that Daniel Bryan, I can't, I don't know who he was talking to, but they were talking about that night and they were all sat in the back watching it on the monitors and the crowd started booing Rey Mysterio and he said he felt yeah. awful because he knew why they were booing him. Um, but uh, it, it just said he felt personally he felt awful for the guy having to go out and he were getting booed because he's not Daniel Bryan. And it's like that was quite, shows the compassion in the man really, doesn't it? That, Somebody's making a big return and gets booed just because you're not somebody else. He was so you you, you were having a break at the time, weren't you? Around that yeah, time. Then I was. Yeah, yeah, that oh, was. That, that was for me one of the best times to be. That's the most invested I've been in the WWE product since probably Punk in 2011. Because it was just like every week. It was just the, if you go back and watch some of it, even like a random SmackDown, I've, I've gone back and watched some of them like during our first lockdown. And going back and watching how over Daniel Bryan was on like in a six-man tag team match, it was just like, wow, how did they not have in their heads that Bryan was going to win at WrestleMania? It took like, uh, you can't do a Royal Rumble podcast without talking about Daniel Bryan. But yeah. anyway, the women's Royal I'm Rumble ready. match. Where, where are we with this? <laughs> um, um, final four. Final four. Yeah, it's going to be tough, isn't it? I mean, I'm going to go with... Bailey and Bianca are going to be the final two. Alexa Bliss is going to be in there. And uh, Charlotte, because it, she's always someone you can't rule out. You can't rule out Charlotte. So Charlotte is definitely... I mean, you're laughing, aren't you? Because I thought they'd be turn a goal. You, turn, your, turn your computer that way next time so you can watch the match and talk at the same time. Yeah, I suppose. No, the, the, the subtitle's on, so I can't even see what score it is in the top corner. Um, but I'll yes, right. Why have you got the match on? No, I'm watching it on your telly. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, going to your head again, Josh. Yep. I said, Who's Josh. Josh. I said oh, Josh. Right. Going to your head again. Who yep. is winning the women's 2021 Royal Rumble match? Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss, I'm going to go with Bailey, but Alexa Bliss and Bianca are hard. Uh, I've got good chances in there. So, with that said, who is going to be, what are you saying is your two women's title matches at WrestleMania? What are they going to do? First Raw, then SmackDown. Alexa Bliss versus Oscar. Mm -hmm. Sasha Banks versus Bella at Mania. Yeah. I do yeah. think that. I think that, that there is chances that that could happen. What in Charlotte versus Rhea? Or Charlotte just... versus Lacey Evans. Because it'll still oh. be going on. It'll God, still be going on. No, but it will. You know it will. It's never, it's never going to end. They're still doing Elias Jeff Hardy from when he ran him <laughs> over last summer. And it's still going on. So, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I, I'm, I, I, and I think they're quality matches. You know, if you, you know, when sometimes we do the reviews or you listen to other people's reviews of a pay per view and they'll kind of say, oh, the, the women's match let it down or 
women's match only got five minutes or whatever. Those are solid matches. Oscar yeah. Bliss would be an absolute. I think that'd be fantastic that match. Uh, Bel Air against Banks, strength and power against trying to make a submit. Um, you, you can even have Bailey moving on to tag titles. I don't care, but I, I'd love to see them them matches at Mania. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose you also have to get the the women's tag belts off Oscar and Charlotte if that is the case, really. Unless you, you suppose you could have them do double duty, like. But yeah. um, another. You have your women's tag. You have Oscar wrestle on Sunday for the title. Yeah, which does the tag match on Saturday night. Yeah, I suppose you could do that. I can't wait for that weekend. That's going to be a cracking weekend. And um, right, so another thing that I wanted to say we was going to talk about maybe who could potentially. And I listened to a podcast where Trish Stratus spoke about wanting to face Sasha Banks, and she said that she doesn't really want to go into it. And I was just thinking, mm, is that a potential? Do you know what I mean? Could, could Trish somehow come up, make an appearance in this rumble? Could we have yeah. Trish versus? Uh, that sounds like a big match to me. Trish versus Sasha. Trish did well against Charlotte at SummerSlam a couple of years ago, so that is another possibility. Yeah, but what you're gonna you're gonna have Trish win the title, or you're gonna have Banks win yeah. because. Banks, Banks is the champion. So again, you know, I'll use the same argument about Goldberg. You've got some, you know, you've got people like Ruby Riot, Mandy Rose, Peyton Royce, Shayna Baszler, Bianca Belair, who would have a fantastic WrestleMania match and benefit massively from the push. Um, or would you have Trish Stratus come in, take the limelight, the SmackDown limelight from the women for the next three months, and then she goes off? And bank and banks is still the title holder, so I I, re- I wouldn't have that. I would have her come in and that set up a match for Mania, absolutely. Have her, yeah. have her and Nia Jax get to it, and Nia Jax and Trish Stratus. I don't know, but I know. Or you can have Banks lose the match, uh, lose their match at Royal Rumble to Carmella, and for some reason ends up in the Rumble and her. And so you can still have a match against Stratus. You don't need to be for the title. I think if you're just doing your titles, you need to be thinking medium to long term. The problem and is, in the belt on Goldberg is not long-term thinking. What, you really don't like Goldberg, do you? We're thinking, right? All this in depth, right? They probably don't even know themselves. You know what'll happen is they might have the Royal Rumble win a set in stone, and the other match it'll be like, oh, what we're we gonna do with that? Oh, we'll just I swear to to God, right? If there's what I don't want to see at this WrestleMania is like a random fatal four-way match where they just throw people in there. I remember I was at WrestleMania 33 in Orlando, and like the SmackDown women's title match was just like Becky versus Alexa versus Naomi versus Tamina versus someone else. And I was just like, you've had ages. This is like, you know what I mean? Like your main SmackDown's title. And SmackDown women's t- um, scene was good. Oh, is it 2-0 or is it a replay? I don't know. I don't know, I think I don't know if he made it 2-0. No, it's a replay. Ah, flipping heck. Danny would have popped up anyway. But I just thought one thing is no multi multi woman matches. I don't want to see it. I want to see one on one feud. If you have to have a triple threat match, have it be something worth worthwhile. Are we going to see? I'm not even going to ask the Becky question because she is too soon. Are we going to see? I'm going to say. Are we going to see Ronda Rousey at the Royal? I don't think so. 
she's been trying to get pupped as well, hasn't she? She's been trying to have a kid. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, No, no. But no, I, I think that if you're going to have Rousey come back, if she wants to come back, um, and you've only got maybe one one payment in you to pay her to come back for three months, you have it against Lynch. Yeah. Every day of the week. Bring Lynch back, whichever one comes back first. Yeah. Rousey, no. Lynch, no. There was somebody. I mean, Naomi, I won't put it past from uh, to, for Naomi to get a push. You know, she did well in the last 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 year's. Um, there was one from the men's that I've just remembered that I wanted to mention. Seamus. I didn't even mention Seamus, but having him against Drew McIntyre at Mania. Oh, yeah. They've been setting... I think that yeah. might be an elimination chamber fast lane match, maybe, but they have been, oh. like, sort of planting the seeds for that, haven't they? Maybe, yeah. maybe they'll take the belt off Drew, shove it on Goldberg, and we've already got Drew versus Seamus in a blood feud lined up for Mania. Yeah. Yeah, but they've got a lot. I mean, we always sit there saying, oh, WWE don't know what they're doing and there's no plans for the future. And we're sat here now, like an hour and 20 later on, still talking about... The- I know. Could what could they do? The thing, it uh, wouldn't make sense, though, to take the title off Drew and not give it. He should be going into the WrestleMania at Raymond James Stadium, right the wrongs of 12 months ago, and end one night of WrestleMania fireworks going off as Drew Strand's tall with the title. I think that's a feel-good moment. No matter what, at this WrestleMania, they both need to end, both nights need to end with feel-good moments. So, I mean, me. the Miz has still got the, the briefcase. <laughs> oh, and don't do that to me, Tebs. Having Morrison win the Rumble. It's, and they've, oh, they've had him involved. They've had the Miz, always, the Miz and Morrison have always been involved with McIntyre. Doing the stuff with uh, Gilberg or Dilberg, whatever his name was, this week on Raw, you know, getting the imitators out and taking the piss out of Drew oh, McIntyre. That was, that was terrible. That. Yeah, it was awful, but they're doing it and they're having the Miz and Morrison keeping keeping involved in that feud, keeping involved in McIntyre's story. Why not have Morrison win a Rumble? And then you've yeah. got Morrison Miz. I don't know. There's there's options. There's options. Yeah. Definitely. Sorry, I was just writing out a chat, but I might as well. Um, flipping up, just so you know, it's one one Tebs. I didn't want to interrupt you, so I was typing it. It's <laughs> one one. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I know what you're saying. Flipping heck, it's come up about five times on my screen. That right. So you're going with John Morrison. John Morrison. John Morrison better not win, but. I was thinking NXT calls wise, I'm sure that it's it's gonna be two exciting Royal Rumble matches, right? Yeah. Gun to the head again for the third time. WWE. I always get these two mixed up. Is it WWE champion that Drew is? Yeah. Goldberg yeah. versus Drew. Who's winning? Drew. Yeah, same here. Drew. Drew's winning, yeah. Drew. It's Goldberg. the right decision. Oh, but it just there's that rumor that Goldberg's wrestling at WrestleMania. It's like, where would you, where would you go with that? It might be why not have the fiend, yeah, interrupt that match and cause the cause Goldberg to lose. You know what I mean? You can there's 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 a lot that can do, and you can say it's long term storytelling, and it's not. It's just two people happen to be in a match twelve months ago, and you can just pull that guy back and have him wrestle another one and say, oh, it's long term storytelling. But you can have the thing come back and ruin it for Goldberg, and that sets their match up. Maybe Goldberg saying, "I only want to come back if it's in." Uh... <laughs> have you seen the message from Danny? <laughs> <laughs> I 
um, no, I think having, I don't know whether Goldberg's got it in his contract that if he comes back, it's just got to be for title matches or what have you. Um, look, just pay him his money. And I'd, it could be anybody, seriously. If they started doing this with, God, I'm, I can't think of anybody now, but, you know, somebody else from like, fuck, they started pushing frigging Val Venus or someone, you know what I mean? Someone back from back then, it's like, we're just bringing them back because they're a name and stuff. And Goldberg, he hadn't wrestled in a long time and just move on. Just move yeah. on. Or have him as a special referee or an enforcer or have him involved and he's bringing a young lad up from NXT if you want him on camera. If it, if his name sells that much, have him in. But, I mean, does he just want to make up for the Saudi match against Taker? Is he just trying to make amends or something? He or, just wants or, the money. That's all he wants. Genuinely, I'd love to be a fly on the wall at WWE. I genuinely want to know how many viewers and how much money one episode of Raw makes without Goldberg to how much one does with him mm. or with um, anyone else. Trish Stratus for the women. What is the difference by bringing back these names? How much does it increase your revenue? Is, is it enough to be paying Goldberg $2 million or whatever to come back and wrestle? It's like, I'd love to know how much it, it's worth to him because even um, Taker was on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast recently. And he was saying how all the old guys retired and all the guys who were sort of in the Attitude Era and just after then, Triple H, Michaels, Austin, Rock, Taker, they're all wrestling with each other, they're working with each other. And then they've kind of grown up and moved on. And there's just this big gulf of, there's no talent. Oh, tell them. There's no there's no talent in between. So there's no stars to push up now because they keep going back to bringing Goldberg back or bringing Undertaker back or bringing John Cena back. Just move on. So what's... Great transition, because I was just about to say my choice would be Guns the Head. Drew retains right. faces John Cena at WrestleMania. I want to see that. Cena, come on, I know like you're on about like saying like what more money will it like draw. Drew going over Cena clean at WrestleMania, passing of the torch. Nice moment, I think. <sighs> Yeah, where's it come from? Why? Is it heel well, Cena? Look, look at it last year. Why all of a sudden Bray was champion going into um going into Mania, yeah? And then all of a sudden, what happens? Boom, we go to Saudi Arabia. The belt's off Bray. He's no longer scheduled to face Roman at WrestleMania. And on the next SmackDown, John Cena's stood there for no reason challenging the Fiend for WrestleMania. They can do what they want by the sides of it. Um, next one, comes to your head. I know where this one's going. Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns, last man standing match. Kevin Owens looked really good on SmackDown last night. They had him, you might as well not bother watching this SmackDown anymore, Tess, but they had him stand over Roman Reigns at the end of the right, show. Okay. Yeah, didn't do so, a, I've, seen, I've seen the clip of the powerbomb through the announce table. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's cute. Look. Uh, no, it's Reigns. It's Reigns all day long. But the last man standing thing, I just know it's good. Do you remember last year? It was Reigns Corbin. Was it yeah. last year or the year before? Reigns Corbin in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Where was that at? It was in the. It was the first one in the baseball stadium. So I think it might be year before last. Yeah, no, it was last year. It was last year. Yeah, well, they had um, Rude, and you just knew Rude and Ziegler were going to get involved, and you just knew. Um, was it the Usos came and got involved? 
and you, you were just waiting for them to turn up. And yeah. And they did their interference and then they went off again. And I just know that this is going to be full of interference and shenanigans and um, people running in and interfering. And I just, nah, I'd, I'd love to see these two just beating each other in a last man standing match, you know, like a Gagano Champa kind of match where nobody else gets involved, just have them battle it out. And yeah, Reigns all over it. Reigns has to stamp all over this. I want to see him. I want to see this Reigns for another, another 12, 18 months before. Yeah, same here. Same here. My only worry is, my only worry is, as soon as fans come back, they're going to turn him babyface. I think he's going to get Reigns in front of fans. Will get cheered as a heel. It, it's going to happen. Yeah. And I don't know why it took Vince this long to realise. If they really want Roman as the babyface, that's all they needed to do all them years ago. Right. Gun to your head, Tebs. Yeah. Right. What is the WWE Championship match at WrestleMania? You're saying that Drew's retaining. Gun to your head. Gun to your head. I don't know why I keep saying that. Who's he facing? McIntyre Lesnar. McIntyre Lesnar. Yeah. I know we've already said this. World title match. Mm. Who's Roman facing? Uh, Roman Rollins. Oh, Roman Brian. Rollins. Oh, See, Brian. I've suggested that many. Suggested that many. I'm going to go with... Nah, I'm going to go with Drew. Drew versus Cena. And I'm going to go with Roman versus Brian. I thought, I'm not sure if I want... I want to be there next year. I want to be there in Dallas, complaining that I'm in Dallas, but at least I get to see Roman against... <laughs> I don't want... okay, good luck. Roman against Brian. To Dallas next year. Just that's all I'm saying. Uh, I, 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 I think, yeah. Get Make sure you get some insurance for your flight in case you have to cancel it. That's all I'm saying. I won't be booking it till later on anyway. I'll probably have died in Magaluf by then anyway. I'd, oh. love, to, I'd love to go to Texas. Roll I thought you were saying Magaluf then. I was going to say, come with us if you want. I've done I've Five done of that. us in a room in BH. Oh, You'll be loving it. No, nah, I've done that. I've done that. Thank you. Chantel um, from Halifax waking up in bed. I'll tell you a story about a Swedish girl another time. But the um, I want to see, um, yeah, look, Daniel Bryan, have it in front of the match, Reigns, yeah. What's happening with Jimmy? Jimmy Uso. Is he in I don't know. He, he was, I think he was having problems with um, drink, alcohol. He was having problems with that about a year ago. He did come back at Hell in a Cell, I think. But I don't know. I don't know if the, no, well, there's, I think there's something they're not telling us. But maybe maybe he's just injured. But I don't know. I think he, he's he just. He came out at Hell in a Cell, didn't he? And he was trying to yeah. Reigns put, him, put a lock on him and force Jay to submit or else Reigns would keep punishing Jimmy. Yeah, maybe that was just to write him out. But you know what? To have if you're gonna have Jimmy back, you know, I'm there thinking, what's Jay Uso gonna be doing leading up to Mania? Jimmy Uso versus Jay Uso at WrestleMania. Uh, you know, there's like one of these undercard matches. Uh, the story's there to be told. We'd like I say we we'll go full circle back to Cesaro as well, having him get involved as well. So I'd like to see Cesaro or Big E at Mania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mania. That'd be a nice little. I think them two, a, a power. They've just got so much strength between them. I think that'll be a fantastic match. Um, I think we're going to get a, an intercontinental triple threat as well, aren't we, at Royal Rumble? Yeah, it um, looks like it, doesn't it? I was going to say that. Sami Zayn and... Apollo. Um, Apollo, yeah. 
you know, they sort of set that up last night. And um, by the looks of it, that's going to happen. Yeah, I'd like to see Sammy with that one, to be honest. I think Sammy's yeah. great. He's, he's one of those bastard heels that you just want to hear him uh, hear more from. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, so I think we've I think we've touched on everything in regards to the Royal Rumble, haven't we? Um, you, you said like half seven anyway, didn't you? So yeah, we've touched on pretty much everything. Finally, we're going to finish on. What are your plans for Royal Rumble? What are, are you staying up live? Are you? Yeah, yeah. I was to and froing, and uh, I, you've got a, the job I'm at. You've got to book your holidays well in advance. And I was there. You can't do it in the you know the few weeks beforehand. And it got to around Christmas, and I'm like. Okay, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. So I put in for one day on the on the first because I, I I can't stay up till four a.m. and then get up at six to go to work. No chance. I'm, I'm no. And uh, boss said to me, he goes, oh yeah, I, I approved that all day. Oh, thanks very much. He says, uh, was it anything important? Are you all right? I says, no, I'm I'm just sleeping in because I'm watching Royal Rumble and he looked at me and <laughs> that's wrestling, isn't it? I went, yeah. He goes, fuck you know. I just walked off. <laughs> Oh, yes. I'm, I'm going to be staying up. Um, we're actually doing um, a special edition of the Movie Chef podcast where, in fact, I'll announce it now. We are going to be having a Royal Rumble, I think we're allowed to say that, uh, quiz where we're going to be sharing our uh, details on Twitter. Basically, anybody can come and click into our uh, show and take part in a quiz against Cormac, who's the champion at the minute. So there's going to be all things movie questions and everything, but literally anybody on Twitter who sees our tweet who can click on the link on Sunday night will join us live in the video chat. We could end up with some like naked cowboy from San Francisco, or we could end up with some like Gurkhas or anyone. We could end up with anybody like on our video feed. So that's going to be fun. But so we're going to be doing that live eight till 10 on the Sunday, then pre-show. So I'll probably get to see another couple of matches um yeah snacks <laughs> no drink i think i think i've been leaving off the drink this year but I've, the, the, some pringles there there's some chocolate but what do you, what are you on the mountain dew normally what, what is it you normally get down here i'm not a big fan of like sugary pop um mug of tea i, I do like eh? you're just gonna get a mug of tea yeah probably just overdose on coffee or something i've got cinnamon bun lattes oh they're so good that's what i've been drinking now i mean i've got some zero sugar coke um yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I will. I'll be staying up though, and yeah. then I'll probably window cleaning the next day. Listening to reviews of the show while I'm working, and um, probably complaining about the show. Um, but yeah, we will be back. Oh, it's been another goal. Is it three one? Can anyone? Right, I'm going to be honest now. Right, <laughs> listen to this. Right, so I've got an accumulator on. Yeah, right. Get in. Right. Right, I put a tenner accumulator on. I thought, oh, I'm a bet today, right? Tenner accumulator. I didn't want to jinx it, right? And I did. In my accumulator, there's still a few matches later on. I've got the Man City versus Cheltenham game. Yeah, it was like low odds to be Manchester City over Manchester City to score more than two goals. Right. Right. And I thought, should I just do more than two goals in the game? That makes more sense. And I thought, I'll just do the Man City one because Cheltenham probably won't score. It'll come in. And I'm sat there and then I thought, I was just, <laughs> you were just talking then. I thought, oh, me bet. And then I thought, it's not come in because City haven't scored three goals. And I've just looked and in the last kick of the game, it's full time now. City. I can on the half your screen. Yeah, it's full time. It's full time. And City have made it three with the last kick of the game. Oh, so my luck must be in. 
I, as well, I, I used to, years ago, I used to be quite a big better, right? And now £10 for me is the most I will put on pretty much anything. Oh, so nice. I was sat there thinking, I can't lose a tenner. I was gutted. But I used to be bad with the um, the fruit machines, you know, in the pubs. Right, right. Yeah, I could put 50, 60 quid into one of them at any one point. Um, cut all that out. And literally now, if I put a bet on, it's like a pound on so-and-so to win. Yeah. Two pound on an accumulator. I just, the lottery, maybe I'll put on. But uh, I do enjoy a bet, but I'll be buzzing if I, I put, I put, um, last season, I put, I think, two pound on Leeds and Liverpool to both win their championships. And the one, and I won something like £22.78. And I was, oh, I hope you enjoyed that £22 on Liverpool to win. Yeah, I was waiting all season for that to come through. And, it, and we finally we finally won it. And I won me like £22. It's most I've won on a bet in a long time. As if, as if. I can't believe you bet on Liverpool. I don't mind Leeds, but Liverpool. Um, usually, if I bet on something, it, that pretty much means it's not going to happen. I'm terrible. But I, go to, I like going to horses. I like going at race course. But uh, I just normally bet on the ones that look fast and uh, funny. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't help myself you've got to stay professional but if anyone's still listening at 1 hour 29 minutes they've done pretty well I'm going to have to be politically correct although it's not true but yeah so I'm, I'm excited for it I always like doing these preview shows Tebs. it does make me more like, I'm a lot more excited for the Royal Rumble Mika Richards what a man I love that man to bits um, but I'm a lot more excited for the Royal Rumble than I was say two hours ago so I do oh, like, yeah. like we've got. I've got loads of things. I'll be led in bed tonight after. Well, I'm gonna try and stay up for this UFC show. Finishes at six, so I probably won't make it. I'll be led in bed after my uh, banana bread IPA that I got. Banana bread IPA, yeah, I got mm -hmm. it. And be led there with look. Hey, wait for this. Wait for this, Danny. Right, look how good Danny. Flipping it. I'm not the IPA yet. <laughs> Two seconds, Danny. <laughs> We're really pulling the curtain back and showing you behind the scenes of uh, <laughs> of this podcast right now. <laughs> For any any I hope you watching... were speaking, Tebs, and that weren't dead air. I'm saying that like you're no, no, I'll I'll see you trying to professional. Say hey, that again. I'm I said, I said, I hope you weren't letting that be dead air and you were still talking, but you're a professional now, right? Look, I have got Danny. If you're still here, which you are, sorry, this. Just gone off the road now. We've completely we talked about the Royal Rumble. We're live. We're having Saturday night. So I have got banana bread. Oh, let me get in front. Banana bread IPA. So I'm looking forward to that later. And under the recommendations of a young Daniel Morton, I have got this. I've never tried it. Like I can't even say it. Lagrintas IPA Indian Pale Ale. So that is going to try and keep me going through UFC. So I've got uh, four cans of Malibu and Coke that I were given. <laughs> Malibu and Coke? Ooh, I've yeah, never had that. Me, somebody give me four cans of Malibu and Coke, so I'm just going to drink them like a wino down the park, and then uh, that'll be me for tonight. I can't what, are you going to the park tonight? No, it's a euphemism, Danny. Don't worry. It's just a, it's just a metaphor. Oh. <laughs> oh, right. I was going to say. Malibu and Coke. I used to drink Malibu and milk religiously. You know, honest, honestly, honestly, I know I had that same reaction. A guy, my, one of my friends called Dean, right, was once like, I said, what are you drinking? He was like, try it. I was like, 
that's weird. It just come up. One of my uh, my little girl's cousin, who's seven years old, has just added me on Facebook. Oh, that's bizarre. Um, weird. I'm not sure if I'd like my little girl to have Facebook at seven years no. old, but hey. No. Anyway, 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 that's for another book. Somebody I knew once, her daughter. Um, I'd, I'd, I was seeing this person, and her daughter was like in eleven, and you know when we. Anyway, long story. But she had a daughter found me on Facebook and added me, and I'm like, I, I don't think I want an eleven year old girl on my Facebook. Yeah, I don't really want that. No, you know. What I mean? It's just as it. You don't know if stuff's changed now though, because like. Like, so I don't know, I, if I'm Amelia one day, if she says to me, oh, dad, yeah, I'm on Facebook now. She won't be talking like that by the age she's on Facebook. But if she says I'm on Facebook, I don't know what I'm going to do. She's I remember once being... Hey? She's 17, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> she's definitely not. Do you think I look old enough to have a 17-year-old daughter? I got ID'd the other day. I was saying on the podcast the other day, I got ID'd at Asda. She wouldn't, say, she wouldn't let me have this banana bread. So I went to Morrison's the day after and I was sat there thinking, I was actually nervous buying it. I thought, please let me buy it. Come on, it's the end of a long week. I'm soaked. Please let me buy it. And she was, she let me buy it. So I was happy with that. Um, yeah, and that's a little bit of random talk to uh, end the show. So yeah, I think we've pretty much done our uh, rumble. Um, so Ted, what are you planning for the rest of the night? What are you doing? Just uh, drinking, chilling. I've got a, we're doing a podcast tomorrow. So I've got to prepare for that. I've got to become an expert on the American Revolution in about seven hours. So that's going to be fun. <laughs> and if you've got any good stories about Mel Gibson, give us a shout because we're going to be tearing into pieces. <laughs> Mel Gibson. Oh, he was the bloke in um, Lethal Weapon. Yes, he was. Lethal oh. Weapon 1, 2, 3 and 4. You know, they're doing a fifth one of them as well. Are they? Is it? So, uh, I watched one just before Christmas. We're probably short of, uh, probably missed the time now, but... Uh, Mel Gibson was in a, a film called uh, Fat Man, where he played Santa, who was like a, it could have been like an ex-CIA kind of Santa. It was sort of like proficient with guns and gets into shootouts with hitmen and stuff like that. It was quite good, except for the fact that you've got a raging anti-Semite of uh, Mel Gibson in it. Right. Ice wallow cum shout. <laughs> I was reading it, I was like, what? I cannot believe you just read that. I just clicked it and I was like, well, hey, we've been on the air for an hour and 34. Someone has properly had me off there. Oh, dear me. Hey, I was up with a little girl at seven o'clock this morning. That is my excuse. It's a good job this camera's not HID. HID, I've gone. I've gone. HD because I've gone bright red. Bravo, yeah, you're welcome, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I'm, I'm curious who it was. I'm guessing Danny. It's probably his YouTube where he watches all his stuff that he shouldn't do. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, i tell you what, Tebs, I've been meaning to tell you. Have you watched House of Cards? I've watched like the first half of the first series and then never bothered with it. Apparently it's great if you like that kind of thing, but... As if, mm. oh, I'm hooked. I absolutely love it. I thought you were into politics and all that shit. Well, yeah, but I was kind of watching it for a bit and it just it bored me to me. I couldn't be bothered with it. Oh, it was, as if I love it. I'm more of a like 24 kind of guy. I don't mind seeing I... a bit of politics, but then I want to see a gun battle shortly afterwards. Shouldn't say, this, shouldn't say that in this day and age. You get the politics and the gun battles all wrapped together in one with America, don't you? 
I just avoid I avoid mainstream news like that. Why so, have you just finished watching that? No, I'm uh, at the end of series one. Danny recommended it, so I thought right. I'd give it give it a go. Um, but yeah, I love the random. Po- I love like podcasts. Yeah, where just random stuff being spoken about. Do you know what I mean? I feel like you get to know him a bit more. I can't believe someone's had me off with that, though. I'm, I'm definitely going to edit that out, the audio version. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> of course I'm not. That's one thing people should know is I don't give a shit. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm dead hyper now. Um, but, yeah, so, Tebs, I don't know, we've got anything else to say on the Royal Rumble. Is there anything we've not touched on? No. No? Is that it? We're anything you want to... Yeah, okay. so we've done the title matches. We know where we're going. Is there an NXT the same weekend? Is there a takeover? No, there's not. The, there's not. They've announced that NXT is. It's sad, but I know what you're going to be doing on Valentine's Day because it's the same as me. NXT <laughs> is on I'm Valentine's I'm Day. I'm crying and cutting myself. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Hey, we've got NXT. Although <laughs> technically in the UK, that won't even be on Valentine's Day. But yeah, Valentine's no. Day is NXT TakeOver. That's the next one. Right, uh, okay. So they're not doing one. Last surprise entrant, putting it out there, and I've known it have been on for a while, Pat McAfee. Ah, that'd be that'd be interesting. The only thing is, though, which we've not spoke about, is how it's going to, the Royal Rumble's going to, it's going to be different with um, no fans. Because obviously Pat McAfee's not going to get, no one's going to be getting huge pops for these returns, are they? Oh, they That's will. Be different. They'll have... They'll have pops and stuff lined up. They'll have the 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 crowd chanting 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. They'll even have a button to go where everybody does. Oh, uh, yeah. They'll, That's they'll yeah, they'll they'll know what they're doing. But like I say, even if you have two thousand there, the Thunderdome they'll still use all the same sound and everything to make it sound like there's fifty thousand. So Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, are you gonna join me? For, to review it, go on. You're off work. Probably. <laughs> oh, cheers! That's what she said. Jesus Christ. It is it? Yeah. Afternoon. Yeah. Well, no. I'll, I'll probably be going to work at about half ten and finishing at about half eleven. So uh, <laughs> I'll just try and I'll do the houses that are the dearest houses. Get back. I've already got them all. As, as pathetic as it sounds, so I knew I was staying up. I've tried to make that day the houses that are the shortest time to clean, but pay the most. So if any of my customers are listeners, yeah, you're not being overcharged, I promise. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I just want to say thanks for joining us, Tebs. Um, make sure you check out Tebs on Twitter, at Northern Tebs. And your Movie Chef podcast is at, what is it, at Movie at, Chef? Pod. At Pod Movie Chef. At Movie Chef. So make sure you check Tebs out. Subscribe to him on Apple and Spotify. And please jump on his quiz next Sunday. Hopefully Ice Wallow Come isn't <laughs> in that quiz. I do. In fact, I'm putting it out there. Whoever is Ice Wallow Come, come on the quiz next week. There is a spot waiting for you. Follow at Pod Movie Chef. I want whoever that is to come on our quiz next week. I'm going to be on the lookout now. There's going to be like uh, names of like Toby Larone and Ben Dover and people like that coming through, isn't there? I've got to be on my guard now. Yeah, I'll see what I'm, I might come up with something actually. <laughs> you won't know who it's going to be. Um, yeah. But yeah. Thank you.
I'm here. I don't know why they've done that. Did I cut off? You cut off there. You've just started speeding up again. Oh, right, right. Yeah, but they're, yeah. they're using the same theme song again for the Royal Rumble. So I thought maybe they're going to try and make that the actual Royal Rumble theme for good going forward. Either yeah. that or it's just like at WrestleMania when it was, ooh, California. Do you remember? They seemed, felt like they used that as the theme at every WrestleMania. I, I remember the good old days where they used to have, like, you know, Bret Hart and everyone actually singing the WrestleMania theme tune. That was a good old-fashioned, not just bringing in, what the what were they called, the one that was when we went at 35? What was the song then? Shit. Buy my phone, do you take my soul? I, I can't remember who sang it, but I wake up in the middle of the night still hearing that song from the amount we had to listen to it over them four days. Incredible. Yeah. The 30, 34 one was great. It was Going down to New Orleans to see about a friend of mine. WrestleMania 33. Uh, oh, what was it? Green. Oh, I can't believe I forgot it. Daddy's clearly not listening because he'd be putting it. Give me the green light because I'm ready to go. Oh, oh. Do you know, Joe, when we was in the building for that year, it was like, you know like how it like nothing happens for 30 seconds? Like where like the transition. I always remember there was a group of people ringside smashed singing, give me the green light. And there was literally <laughs> the whole stadium sort of, not the whole stadium, but a lot of people were singing it. But anyway, we've completely gone off the boil here. I'm going to blame that on ice. Um, but yeah, thanks everyone for joining us. Everyone on Periscope and Twitter, thank you. Twitch, hopefully that works. It didn't work the other day. Everyone on YouTube and the people who have made it on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for joining us. And we, Tebs, and myself, hopefully, will be back to review the Royal Rumble show. We'll be talking about everything that we suggested that didn't happen. And, yeah, we'll be here to rumble. See you next time. See you later, everyone. See you later, Tebs. Bye.